Hello, everyone out there. This is Aliza Abramson and Aurus Sanchez with Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and today we're actually um, talking about a pretty interesting topic. How do you make people interested in who you are? Like, let's say you're meeting someone for the first time. How do you get them interested in finding out more about you? Um, whether it's a friendship or romantically or a business situation. So, um, Aldous and I are going to give you some tips um, that we've used in the past and some that um, we've seen success with to hopefully add to your repertoire. That's correct. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I hope all of you are having a lovely day out there. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to put that voice. I wanted to make you guys. That's one way to sound interesting to everyone, yes. by the way. You just you go and you talk in weird voices. You go like, hello. Or you put very nice accents. Bonjour, comment ça va? Je m'appelle Aros. Have you ever tried like doing a French accent with Spanish words? Let me see. Je, la, mi nombre es Aros. Actually, I, I don't it's think hard, I, I, that's probably Don't hard. do any of those things, guys. That's all weird. No, yeah. don't. Please don't do any of this stuff. We were just joking. Please don't. Okay. So I'm going to go say a couple things. Actually, I'll say one. Then you say one. And then we'll go back and forth on this. Okay. So one thing... Again, this is not just for one type of situation. Please don't believe this goes for any type of situation like Elisa mentioned in the beginning. So what I always try to do, I try to do a rule of thumb. The first three conversations I ever have with anyone for any type of circumstance, I'll always make it about them. Unless they're specifically asking me a question about something they want to know or something they know about me. And they know that I'm good at something, and they want some help on certain things. Then, then, then maybe I'll, I'll speak about myself or about that thing I can help them out with. But other than that, the first three conversations I make about I make it about them, right? If you give people the opportunity to speak about themselves, they will love you at the end of every conversation. They're like, oh, "There's something about him or her that I just don't know. There's something about them I just like them. They're warm. They're kind." In reality, it could be those things, but it's because you gave them the opportunity to speak about themselves. But what I do is this. Let's say on the first conversation, I'll find a very unique perspective or a very unique hobby or thing that they do in their lives, something that legitimately interests me. Like if they have a shoe collection and I'm not interested in shoes, I'm not going to talk about that. But maybe if they have maybe an exotic collection of snakes, uh-huh, I mean, of course, that, that depending on the country, that could be legal. But I'm just saying that's more like, okay, like maybe a more up your alley so what you'll do is now you you anchor that topic their collection of animals or what whatever it is that you find interesting so i'll talk about it and stuff like that and then in the second conversation i'll allude back to the first conversation first of all i'm reminding them of what we spoke about they'll be very like compelled and they'll be very they'll be like wow you remember what, what we spoke about last time you're like of course i was interested i remember you told me that you had that those exotic animals how are they doing did they give birth have they made it like whatever you can say right and then maybe on that second conversation i'll find that another interesting thing about them and then for the third conversation i can anchor and allude to the second new point or I can go back again to the first point and learn some more new things about this person based on just one thing I found interesting. I've done it many times for many different situations and it does work and people are just they feel like you're unique because usually people are not going to people usually don't remember conversations they've had in the past, but if you can remember what you guys spoke about, maybe a certain detail, a certain thing they told you, I'm telling you you're going to floor them away. Lisa, any thoughts on that or maybe something else that you want to add? Um, yeah, I definitely think that's a very good approach. And I think that um, the 
uh, key takeaway there is make sure that it's something that you're also interested in. And I promise, guys, you will always find at least one thing in common with you and another person. There's always something. Um, but people can sense when you're not being genuine with them. Um, so be sure to talk about things that you're actually interested um, with them. Um, I actually use a slightly different approach, um, but that is a very good approach. I agree. Um, the approach I use is um, I utilize compliments a lot. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with compliments, because it's very easy to walk up to someone and say like, oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so this. Those are all generic compliments and they will not be remembered really. What you have to do is you kind of have to read the person a little bit. You have to find something very unique to compliment them on. Mm -hmm. Um, And what you do when you compliment them like this, like let's say, for example, I notice someone is wearing um, slightly old-fashioned shoes, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's kind of an interesting look. I'll walk up to them and be like, you know, I really admire you. And then they'll be like, what? Why? I'm like, because, you know, it takes a lot of guts to decide what you want to wear and then wear it and actually make it look really, really good. And, you know, those shoes, I really like them, but they're not the typical thing that people would wear. And I really admire that you have the guts to go and wear them and then pull it off so well. What what gave you that inspiration to wear that? Mm, that's really good. So I do things like that where you'll find something unique about them and it doesn't have to be with their clothing or things like that. But you find something that the other person is like, oh, this person sees my soul because that's kind of like the (laughs) the tone you're wanting to create with these people. You want them to think that you know who they are or you see something in them that they might not have the confidence to see in themselves. But everyone wants people around them that give them compliments and they're real compliments. Right. So when you give that to someone in like the first conversation or first pretty much the first conversation, then people are kind of like, oh, who is this person? Now, it's not enough to continue a whole relationship on, but it's enough to spark the person being very open to a second conversation. Um, So that's one technique that I like to use a lot. So basically, you're not only giving compliments, if I'm not mistaken, you're also reading the person, like you're cold reading them, where, because I've seen you do this, but also like, like I got a, a vibe that, yes, you're giving them a unique compliment, but you're also reading... Like, like, like you said, you're seeing inside of them, like, like, who, who, like their personality, but you're reading them and then you're probably taking out personality traits or things you're seeing in them and then you're building confidence in them. Am, mm. am I correct? Yeah. Um, if you actually look back in one of the podcasts we made together on insecurities, I speak about this a lot. Um, it's super helpful in relationships. It's super helpful and it's really easy to spot people's insecurities. Super, mm-hmm. super easy. Um, so yeah, I definitely do utilize it. Not in a negative way at all. Like use it to build confidence and build those relationships. Um, but yeah, you're correct. I do read people. That, that's I, I, I do the same way, but I think when it comes to this approach, you've had a little bit more time and practice on this one. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I've seen you like on the streets like or like just networking, like really you're reading people. And here's actually a pro tip that, that I learned a long time ago. When you're reading someone or like let's say you're looking at the way they dress or the way they walk or their body language, right? A lot of times we get just a gut feeling. Whatever your gut feeling is, just make sure it's positive. It's not Mm -hmm. negative, right? But if you get a gut feeling about a certain thing and like let's say like you just feel like this person is a teacher or like they've been wanting to write it in their life. Tell them. Tell them. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, most likely you're going to be right. It's crazy where it's like this person. I feel like this person wanted to be like a doctor or something, right? Don't be scared. Don't be like, but I'm not too sure. Just say it. And more than likely, you are correct. I, I don't know the science behind this. I have to do some more research. I can tell you. 
But it does work. Please tell us. Um, basically, you're picking up on subconscious traits or things that they're exhibiting in their behavior, right? Like, for example, let's say someone grows up and they want to be a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. When they're little, they're going to start noticing certain patterns that doctors have and they're going to try to imitate them, right? Mm -hmm. Now, let's say they showed up at medical school and they realized they couldn't hack it. Mm -hmm. They still have all of those behaviors. They grew, they, they um, um, what's the word, cultivated, cultivated in themselves, from childhood right because that's what they wanted to do so you're seeing those behaviors those patterns and your subconscious kind of like oh doctors have like that but this person isn't a doctor but there's something to do with doctors with this person so you walk up to them and you're kind of like something to do with doctors with you like what's going on and they're like oh yeah i always wanted to be when i was a kid because people try like you know the the line where like dress for the job that you want rather Correct. than the job yes. you have yes. people do that people do that when they're kids like you see little kids dressing up all the time why because they want to be a doctor or a fireman or whatever. Exactly. So we create habits or certain um, mannerisms or characteristics of different careers or different things that we want. And then it's not like you can just shut it off the second that uh, door closes to you. You still have those. So other people might pick up on that and you're like, well, what's going on over there? Um, but in terms of using that technique i think that's great actually because it's a great conversation starter and it just like it's like this person is like super upfront they're gonna just talk to you and they like are thinking and like it's it's an interesting conversation because most people wouldn't start that um which i think helps a lot also guys um another way to get people really interested in you is a lot of times people will ask each other fact questions mm -hmm. they'll ask like okay what do you like to do what's your favorite thing what's this what's that right but you don't really give people the opportunity to say their logic behind anything or the way they think about anything when you do that. So mm -hmm. when you ask people more like why questions, when, like someone like you say like, oh, what, what do you like to do? Right. And let's say someone says like, I like painting. You're like, oh, really? Why do you like to paint? Like, like what what attracts you to it? Mm -hmm. That person's going to start giving you a story and people like talking about themselves. So that's also a good technique that I do use. That's Yeah always the why mm -hmm. what's the why behind your what ba mm -hmm. basically i think there's a book that says starts with why mm -hmm. simon senek i mean i i know it has a, is, is a different context but it's very good that i love this connection you're doing um another different technique that's actually we're gonna we're gonna take a left field uh uh a different direction now i was telling Aliza before the podcast is something i love to do too i like to find a part of my personality or something about me that I know is probably different or unique, but I'll put it in the context of a weird way. I know I know it's a little difficult to explain, but I'm, I'm going to explain it, guys. Don't worry. Basically, if you have a certain trait or something that you do that's interesting, right? Be a little weird about it. Mm -hmm. Now, I say weird. I don't mean creepy weird. And I also don't mean like intimidating because... You don't want to be intimidated. If you're too interesting, like Aliza told me, like I, I learned this from her, too interesting, then you become too intimidating. When you're too in intimidating, people don't want to speak to you. They don't want to learn from you. They, they think you're cocky. They might think you're conceited or they're just too scared to approach you. They cannot continue a conversation. It happens a lot. People's insecurities come up. They're like, I can't keep up with this person. I need someone on my level and they'll just go away from you. And you're like, what's wrong with me? Then your insecurities grow and that's a whole cycle, right? Mm -hmm. 
But if you're weird, like in a fun, casual way, a little professional, but you're, you, but you're just a little weird, people are attracted to weirdness. That's why there's so many known artists, but that are indie artists, indie writers, indie directors, indie authors, indie Think musicians. I'm sorry? Think of the circus. Everyone wants to go and you don't go to see normal things because that just blurs in your head. You remember the outliers. You remember the things that are a little bit odd. Exactly. Yes. The out, that was the word. Wasn't that a book? Yes. By uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yes, I think he's one of your favorite authors, correct? He is indeed. He's great, guys. Everyone should read Malcolm Gladwell. This is not sponsored. <laughs> we wish we were, but we're not. Uh, but going back, but Don't yeah. sponsor us. Please, please. <laughs> but uh, the point is like, so I'll find, so guys, find something in your lives that you know that could probably spark some interest. Be a little weird about it. Be upfront about it as well. But while you're doing this, be humble, guys. Mm-hmm. Humility is going to take you so far away. You don't need to be the smartest person. You don't need to know what A, what A plus B equals. I think it's Z squared, right? No, <laughs> C squared. It's C squared. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. E C squared. See, guys? See, guys? I, I, I don't even know that. But I didn't have to know. And I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I have heard it tell me. Not kidding. But the point is that like you don't need to be the smartest. You do not need, need to be the smartest. But if you're humble, people mm. will sense that humility. And I'm telling you, they will take you where, where they're going. If you're humble, a little weird, you let them speak about themselves. You're using these different approaches at the right moments. I'm telling you, you guys are going to kill it. And people will have an interest. Like Lisa said, it's not gonna. It, you won't create a whole relationship uh, just off that, off these things. But it's, it'll build for future conversations and then you can just use your other rapport skills other conversational skills to continue it mm-hmm. what do you believe um what do you say a hundred percent but you know it's actually funny as you were talking i started thinking of different instances where i've used that technique mm-hmm. and it works so well um a lot of times when i want to start a conversation with someone i will automatically point out a little weakness that i have like let's say i'm in line at starbucks right and i want to talk to someone else online right i'll just kind of turn to them and be like I'm feeling so overwhelmed right now. There are too many options here. Like, what do you do when you're overwhelmed? And that starts a conversation because most people aren't going to talk about that. Most people aren't going to talk about how overwhelmed they are in Starbucks to random people. That's true. Yeah, because it's just better to look at your phone and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Or like, let's say like I noticed that someone noticed me uh, doing something clumsy. Use that opportunity. The person's going to remember now, you know. You were the person that dropped all the red sauce on your white shirt. Use it. You purposely have dropped red, red, red sauce on your pants and shirts? No, I have not purposely done that. Sometimes it has happened accidentally to me, and then I have used that, but <laughs> I have not done it on purpose. Okay, okay. I was, I was like, wow. It's very different. Maybe I should try that out and see what happens. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that my dry cleaners are going to go too expensive, so I, I want to avoid that. But uh, yeah, I think these are definitely, of course, just way more techniques that we can speak about. But I think the, the, this is a good foundation of things that you, it's a good arsenal so that you can add to your rev- repertoire and practice it. It's better to know a couple techniques and, and like theories and like things that to do mm-hmm. than to know a whole library full of them, but, you, but you're only like mediocrely good at them. Get good at, at, the, at these couple that we mentioned, it'll take you far away. At least any last words? Um, when you guys practice these, a lot of these are kind of asking you to do things that are a little bit out of the box and it's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning, but keep at it. Um, everything's uncomfortable until you get used to it. So keep practicing it. Keep trying guys. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. Please follow us 
on YouTube, Conversation Guru. Subscribe on YouTube and, on, and our Instagram, Conversation Guru, guys. We would really appreciate it. Tell people about this podcast. We want more people to listen to it and to learn to converse with anyone anywhere. Guys, thank you guys so much. And of course, till next time.